It's 4 o'clock in Los Angeles. It's 6 o'clock in Chicago and 7 p.m. in the Big Apple, New York City. Hello, everybody. I'm Mad Dog the Scipio. Joined as I am, God help me, each and every week by Amelia the Pitbull Chapman. And this is America's Best Bobcast. What's the buzz? Hi, Amelia. Thank good. How are you? I'm wonderful. What do you do? It's a long day long, at work. Yeah, long day at work. How about a long yeah. weekend? What you, would you and Jeff and the, the fam do? Oh, just uh, as usual, just stayed home and went to the store and just stayed home. <laughs> you you got to get, you really got to get out. I do. Like go shopping or something. Mm-hmm. You know. I do. I have to get out. You buy go. stuff you don't need. Mm-hmm. And then and then so you can get out of the house and then bring it back. Go return it. <laughs> yeah, so you can return it so you can get out of the house. Exactly. There you go, yeah. <laughs> That's a little trick my mother learned years ago. Because my mother's famous for buying shit and returning it. <laughs> she, I don't know why, but that's what she does. Mm-hmm. That's what she does. Oh. <laughs> and she don't need to, but anyway. So, listen, um, we decided... Mm-hmm. Um, after some deliberation, we were going to talk about some good news. Yes. So we are going to have a different kind of show tonight yeah. and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's show, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Tomorrow's show, we're going to talk about being thankful. Yes. And what do you have to be thankful for? Wow. Um, well, we have a lot to be thankful for. Yes, we do. Uh, we have... Um, because we have a, a heck of a show here. People like us and they're listening. And mm-hmm. I'm grateful and thankful for that. Yes, thank you. But I'm so, grateful so much. and thankful for a wonderful family and my wife and my daughter and all kinds of good stuff. So now, um, so tonight we're going to kind of lean into that by introducing the world to some good news. Uh, yes. Stories that don't make the news all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy because people watch it. It's easy to do, you know, sensationalistic stories. Absolutely, it is. You don't get the the negative stuff, right? Right. That's all you hear. Yeah, because people will watch that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Now, but tonight, you know, in honor of you know a Santa being here. Does Santa come to visit here? Yeah. By the way, Santa. check this out. You, did I show you this yet? Look at this. Watch it. It's cute. Look at this, folks. Santa lights up. Hey. <laughs> See that? He lights up. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna light him because first of all, he's really bright when you light him up. <laughs> and so he's just gonna sit next to me. He's gonna like watch the show. And enjoy the show. <laughs> exactly. So I bought this. I bought this with my own money. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you had that? Uh, about three days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute, though, because I mean, you find stuff that you want to get, and then all of a sudden you say, you know what? I'm going to get that because I want to. I did. I said, and Nita said, you want it? I said, yeah, actually, I do. I'm going to buy yep. it. <laughs> yeah, that's what we did, too. We went to the grocery store, and you know how they have those blow-up things? Yeah. actually found a snowman. And I thought, you know what? That'll be cute because it's Florida. We don't have snow. Why not have my own little snowman? That's one word that'll get you beat up if in this house. No. Oh, really? the snow? Oh, Mrs. DeCipio, are you kidding me? Oh. She will not have anything in it. I'm not even lying. Mm-hmm. 
She will not have anything in this house that says, let it snow on it. <laughs> I don't blame her. But I here's really the don't. funny thing. You ready for this one? She loves snowmen. Yes. But she refuses to have anything that says, let it snow. Because well, my wife, you know, my wife is a beach bunny. Yes. She loves the beach. Absolutely. My wife lives on the beach. <laughs> That's where she, she comes alive on the beach. Anyway, so tonight we decided, me and I are going to do a show about good news. And tonight, there is still hope left. Yes, folks? Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, there are still good people left in the world. And by God, if you look hard enough, you can find them. And sometimes you don't have to look. They come to you. That They do, actually. So, you would be surprised. We have, um, we have a show full of... A lot of interesting stories, and now Amelia's got some some interesting research that you did, and some stories to tell. So, in uh, in honor of uh, being thankful and and things of that ilk, and uh, um, and the good news and passing on good news, I'm going to let you start off the show tonight. I'm okay. gonna, what you got what what did you find? Well, I mean, thing about people. Well, I mean, you can. Uh, it was a, a black woman that was on the side of the road. I guess her battery went dead, and a cop pulled in behind her. A white cop, really nice. You could tell because I was. We were watching all the whole thing, and he actually got his battery cables out and put, started her car. You know, and she had little children. Why the, is, can I car. ask you a question? Sure. Well, why was it important that it was a white cop and a black woman? Because the way society is these days, you know, how they say that wh white cops are because racist. Of the racist, people. the racial exactly. thing. Exactly. I can, you know what? And it's, and I asked you knowing the answer. Yes. I asked you knowing the answer because it's funny that no matter what, even if you try to do something good for somebody, yes, somebody's going to try and make it. An issue out of it, either Absolutely. a ra racial issue or they're going to try and escalate a situation that doesn't exist. Right. Um, and, and the police are famous for doing that. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I thought, you it, know what, this will be a good story to tell for the police, you know. Yeah, it, it would be because the cops need some good press. They By do. the way, in the interest of full disclosure. And Amelia, tell me if I'm lying. Mm -hmm. This show has reached out several times to police departments everywhere. Yes. yes Ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you not one, not one police department has ever agreed to be on this show. They've Why do you think that it. might be? Because Why do you think that, that is, Mel? I think because they think we're going to pull them apart, tear them apart with questions that to make them look bad, I guess. Even when you tell them, look, I want yeah. I want to bring you on the show to. Yeah, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. The show that we did about the boy in the box. Yes. The, the guy who found the boy in the box is still alive. Wow. He's still That's alive. Amazing. He's in his 80s. Okay. That He's is. in his like late 80s or actually early 90s now by this point. And to think that he was a police officer at the time. 
a young a young guy. His first first job on the police department. First case, probably a first official. It was case. one of his first case. It was his first homicide case for sure. Wow. Right? A rookie cop. A rookie cop finds him. Oh. And I couldn't get that guy on the show because he didn't want to talk about it. Oh, wow. I think it was I I'm not going to make you look bad. I'm not going to make the police look bad. Right. I, you know, I'm going to, I want to do everything I can to give you guys like all the credit and, and he was just not having it. I, how many times that we were going to do, you know, um, what it takes to be a police officer. We had put it on our calendar at least four times. And each at time. least, yeah, she knows because she does the calendars. <laughs> I do. I have one right in front you know? of me. Yeah. So, but yeah. And I, un and I understand, you know, uh, people say, well, what's, what's that got to do with you know, the cop being white and the woman being black? Mm -hmm. Trust me, it's got everything to do it with it. Have people, with it. They will make us stink. Yes. Somebody will make a federal case, pardon the pun, mm -hmm. but they'll make a federal case out of everything today. Oh, absolutely. Because these days, you know, cops can't get a good in, and now the black people want this and that. And then the mm -hmm. cops want, you know, it's like this. It's like the ju judicial system, you know. With the with the weighing thing, if yeah. you put a, a rock on one, it's gonna layer like this. If you put the rock on the other thing, it's gonna like that. So exactly, you want to have a. What level. else did you find out interesting about people? Well, I wanted to say something about my work. I can't. I'm not gonna mention where I work, but we decided to get some cups together, and uh, we bought some. So we put it in a little pool. So if anybody can't afford their copay, like a five dollar ten dollar copay, we actually have enough money to pay for that for at least for a few people. Bravo. Thank you. Bravo. That, my friends, is innovation. Yes. That's brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. That's called being human. Yeah, we, we, we I work for Something people system. forgot to do these days, being yes. human. Absolutely. I got one for you. You know how much... Uh, you know how much I love TikTok, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm laughing, folks. <laughs> yeah, you had a reason to be laughing. <laughs> I've been brutal to TikTok. I got one for you. Mm -hmm. This one comes right from ABC News. Teacher says she's thankful for receiving a kidney from a colleague. Where do you yeah. think she found out about it? Probably TikTok. TikTok. Yes. Yep. Here you go. Um, woman gets, here goes another one. Woman gets kidney donor from TikTok. There you go. You can find a lot of stories like that. And a lot of them are true yep. stories. They have. Here's one I bet you didn't hear of. Here's one. This is, this is a good one. Trucker saves woman's life. Yes. Let me tell you what happened. There was a, a, a long haul trucker. Driving down, you know, driving his rig down the road. He sees a car pulled over at the side of the road. He sees a woman next to the car. And he thinks that the woman is vomiting. Oh, my gosh. Right? Right. So he pulls over. You know, he pulls his truck over real quick, you know. And he gets out. And she wasn't vomiting. She hmm. was holding her neck. She was <gasps> choking Oh my God! She was choking, and he he managed to save her life. 
That she had something. She was eating when she was driving. Bad move, folks. Don't That's eat a, and drive. Exactly. That's the worst thing to do is to eat and drive. Well, what happened, Amelia, was she got something stuck in her throat. So, but she did have enough sense to pull over real quick, thankfully, thank God. But when she was, she got out next to her car on the side of the road, she was doing like this kind of motion. Yeah, like, like yeah. You know, yeah, grabbing her throat. And he thought that she was, I couldn't ask her because it looked like that, looked like she was vomiting, heaving up. Right. And no, he gave her the Heimlich maneuver. Oh, he grabbed her underneath and you pushed, and whatever got stuck popped right out of her mouth. Oh, that's amazing! Yeah, it's remarkable. Um, we got let's see here that what happened to me a few years ago. Here you go, mm-hmm. and this is go figure. You know, some people have so much talent, yes, and then other people like me don't have shit, right. I don't have any talent at all either. <laughs> a retired doctor. Listen to this one. It's like you, you think to yourself, what what could a retired doctor possibly want? Right. He's got money. He's got it. You know, he plays golf every weekend. He gets the right. A retired doctor wanted to live out his dream of becoming a lifeguard. Wow. He so he went to lifeguard school and he just became a lifeguard just like that. Just like that. Well, think about it. What do lifeguards do? They save people from drowning. Yeah, he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Yeah, so he already had the education pretty much already. He yeah, just pretty wanted... much, yeah. Yeah, he knows how to save people, and he's a good swimmer. Right. Uh, that, that was means... a no-brainer. <laughs> You'd have to be a good swimmer. I would not make it as a lifeguard because I can't swim. Here we go. This is an interesting case. Um, let me see here. Uh, I want There's a couple I wanted to, to hit you with. Well, what me. happened with me too about four years ago? Um, I was we were in a bad car accident, and of course my side got hit, and of course they everybody was frantic, couldn't get me out. Here comes this good Samaritan out of nowhere and helps pull me out of the car. Really? Because the car was so bad. I thought it was going to wow. go and stuff like that. You. And so I thought, you know what? Thank you for that good Samaritan, whoever he was, because we never got to know his name. Wow. Um, here was an inspiring story. This is a, about a, a woman, a mother, uh, that surprised her grieving daughter oh. with a surprise from, uh, from her late father. It says... Um, Natalie Crockett couldn't hold back her tears when she found a patch of her late father's shirt sewn into her wedding dress. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah. With this, uh, along with the special message. Oh. And yeah, this is for real. And her mother, I guess because she's creative with, you know, that yeah. kind of thing, you know, people who sew. Oh, yeah. And I can sew a little bit, by the way. I might surprise people, but I can. Um, But not like I don't have that kind of talent. (laughs) What she did was her father, obviously being deceased, could not attend her wedding. Right. But the mother made sure that he was represented there. So she took one of his shirts 
and made it part of her wedding dress. Isn't oh, that remarkable? That is remarkable, yes. It really, really is. It really is. What else you got, Amelia? Well, of course, here in Florida, as you know, we have um, croc alligators and stuff like that. So there was a gentleman that was seeing this little boy near the bank of the water. And, of course, I don't know where the parents were. And here comes this good Samaritan and gets this little boy, saves him from being attacked from an alligator. Wow. As you can tell. And the little boy was only had like maybe four years old, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And of course, the, at that age, you know, and I don't know where the parents were. And I'm like, okay, you've got to keep a better eye on your kids. Yeah. But thank you for that person to watch out for that alligator and save that four-year-old little boy. Wow. Because they eat them up like that. I mean. Oh, my God. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, so alligators like only do one thing. Alligators and crocodiles, all they do is eat. Yes, they're they are eating machines. That's all they do is eat. Um, I got one for you. Okay. A twelve-year-old girl helped her mother win the Boston Marathon. That I'm is sorry, fantastic. Not win. Helped her, helped her mother. Twelve-year-old girl. I'm sorry, ten-year-old girl jumped out of the crowd to help her mom cross the finish line at the Boston Marathon. Oh, that is good. Oh, wow. Yeah. She wanted to, she was cheering her mom on so much she wanted her to, like, finish. Yes. She knew she wasn't going to win. Right. But at least she helped her finish. So she grabbed a hold of her mother's shorts, you know, yes. while she's running mm -hmm. and she's trying to drug her to <laughs> said, "Come on, we're gonna go through the this line. Make sure she got. And she did. She got to the cross the finish line, and then they both collapsed on the ground. Oh, yeah. I love stories like that. Oh, yes. You know, it, it, it tells you the remarkable resilience of the human spirit, especially children who don't get enough credit. Oh, absolutely. Like seven, eight year old. They, really they don't get enough. I, I don't. And that's my opinion." I could be wrong, but I, you know, but that's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. I mean, um, like, uh, I don't like think that. kids get enough credit for the good stuff they do. No, because especially, and we talked about this before, especially nowadays, you know, there's so much negative. So, so, so much. Negative. There's so many kids who just have no respect for anything. Right. You know, and it makes it really hard for the, you know, the, for the good kids. Oh, yes. And that's and that's an ongoing story. That's as old as time itself, because I remember when I was a kid. And, you know, I'm an old fart now, <laughs> but I remember when I was a kid, the big thing was, you know, uh, keep your nose clean. Don't hang around with them other kids. They're trouble. Yeah, and, and that they would the parents would say that, you know, I don't want you hanging around with them. They're bad news. Right. They get in trouble. They light fires and all this other shit. And most of the time a kid is smart and he stays away. Right. Once in a while, though, you get a kid who wants to be bad uh, and yeah. who wants to hang around the kids that start fires and shit. Because I that's the only attention they'll get. Yeah, I I was never one of those. Um, how you want to say? It? I was never one of those those troublemakers. I was I'm a boy, okay. So when I was a kid, you know, I was a little mischievous. Right, as little but boys are. A big difference between being mischievous and bad. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, because you're I was never adult. a bad kid. <laughs> I was a bad adult for a little while. <laughs> well, just I was like a good me. kid. I would always make sure that I was home on time or, you know, my mom, you know, because I was like, you know what? My mom's going to worry about me. Right. You know, and I don't want to put that my mom through something like that. It's like, where's oh, my sure. daughter? Is she going to be coming home? When she... I don't want to put my parents through that. Oh, absolutely. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, here's an interesting little show and tell I put together. Can and, we know, do a commercial knows... break before we oh, do that? You know what? Yes. Thank you for that. We And I do want to mm -hmm. hit. It's we do it at 720 folks and 740. We do our uh, our commercial breaks. And sometimes Amelia and I get on a roll over here and we forget right. to do this. <laughs> but this is why she's getting paid. I mean, she's not getting paid the big bucks because <laughs> she's supposed to remind me of this shit. I mean, yeah. stuff. Um, so let's why don't we do this? Uh, let's take a, a word from our friends at Shopify, Spotify, and some of our friends at the Tom McDonald, uh, Manscaped. We're gonna we'll hear from all of them tonight. Okay, absolutely. There you go. Hey, Max, what's going on? I'm X, and from this moment on, I'm gonna be your own personal AI DJ on Spotify. Let's go. Up next, I know you've been on a summer song kick lately, so I went back for some of your old summertime favorites. See if it warms you up. Next up, some of the music you had on a lot back in 2018. Do you think of me? All right, Max, let's get you out of your feels and switch up the vibe. You've been into dance music lately. I got this brand new release to get you moving. Introducing DJ, the best of Spotify made just for you on Tap Away. Powered by AI, delivered by me, your very... Just wanted to start a business when something surprising happens. Today, I'm going to teach you how to crochet. She started crocheting, like a lot. And her friends noticed... Jess, you need to sell those. So she signed up for Shopify and started building her business. Yes, I love that. And after a lot of hard work, this happened. Oh my gosh, I just made my first sale! You see, every day, hundreds of businesses get their first sale on Shopify. We got dang! And the next could be you. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life and become your own boss, build it on Shopify. We are back on What's the Buzz America's Best Podcast. I'm your host, Mad Dog Decipio, joined by my co-host, my producer at large, Amelia, the Pitbull Chapman. Yes. <laughs> okay. When last we left, off, I got one for you. Yes. Talking about the good news. Talking about the good news. Yes, folks, there's still hope left. Surprising, but yes, there is. <laughs> Tonight's show is the good news. I got one for you. Here you go. You know, um, because you're such you're a great actress, apparently, you know. <laughs> and you know a lot about like you know getting to the theater on time and all this other stuff. Right? <laughs> okay, so here's what they say. Um uh, and by the way, this happened very recently, too. Uh flight attendants helped Aladdin actress 
make her Broadway performance. So let me tell you the backstory on this because it's pretty remarkable. An actress named Michaela Renfro. Now, you probably never heard of her, okay? She was an understudy for the woman that was playing Jasmine in Broadway. Okay. She was the understudy. Guess what happened? She was on a flight back to New York City when she found out that she was now the lead. Oh, wow. She was now going to take over the lead role. Well, she didn't have any transportation to get there. So here's what they did. Delta Airlines, while she was still on the plane, hired a helicopter for her. That is Got cool. off the plane, onto the helicopter, and dropped her off on the roof of the theater. <laughs> wow. I'm not kidding. <laughs> That's good that she wasn't late for the show. <laughs> yeah. They secured her a magic helicopter ride to help her make it on stage in time. Wow. And it don't get any better than that. No, that? it don't. It does not. That's called The Show Must Go. And by the way, that was September the 20th. So it was pretty recent in, in, you know, in time here. What do you got for me, Mill? Well, I have a military veteran who just got a first uh, whole eye eyeball transplant in Arkansas. And it was a success. It took 24 hours and 140 surgeons to do that. Wow. And uh, so far, yeah, and it was the first successful eyeball, full eyeball transplant. Really? Yeah. It took 140 I surgeries. I transplant. I never, I never heard of it. I no. didn't know it was possible, to be honest with you. They didn't either. And they did that for in Arkansas. And it was a success. Took 140 surgeons in 21 hours. 140 surgeons? 140 surgeons. In 21 hours? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez. And uh, what better person to give it to would be a military veteran? Yeah, I mean, well, you know, they do put their life on the line, you know. Yeah. yeah and yeah. people, you know, who watch the show, they know I'm not a big military supporter. I love the men and women who put their lives in harm's way, but I can't stand the military that forced them to do it exactly so, so that's why i think he was well deserved and you know for that to be a success that's amazing because yeah. you know how they have the uh bionic arms and legs and things like that and now well, not only that amelia but think about you know it, it's hard to get three people on the same page about anything exactly it is then now you're talking about getting 140 40. people Yes, in Arkansas. On the same page. I wonder how they pulled that off. It's probably each person had to, I guess, had to make sure his heart was okay, his breathing was okay, he had enough blood, yeah. maybe, and maybe the eyeball maybe had two different surgeons. Yeah, it's, it's, it's remarkable. It really is. Let's it take is. a look at, we're going to do, um, you know, our little show and tell here. Why don't we do yes, this? my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Take a look at this. Watch this. I'll play the story behind it. Oh, okay. 
Let me tell you the story behind that man and them five dogs. And those of you who are listening on radio and have not seen the clip that we're talking about, this was in China. And there was a terrible, terrible flood. If you remember what this guy looked like, he was covered from head to toe in mud. Mud, yes. Had four dogs with him. Was also covered from head to toe in mud. This guy rescued four dogs from this muddy flood. Remarkable human being. Not just one dog, four. Mm. And he sat down, and you saw what he looked like. They were all, they were all the same color. Yeah, all the same kind of dog. It looks like they had uh, were all in one family and got yeah. Not only that, but the man looked like the dogs, is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, poor guy. They were all the same color, mud. Yeah. yeah, mud brown. To risk your life like that for uh, an animal, that is amazing. I love that kind of story. Now, let me tell you about the next one. This is a, a heartbreaker. That was a heartbreaker and a heart maker, actually. The little girl was promised a puppy okay her parents were on the way to take her to get a puppy and she saw this dog a stray dog on the side of the road well she says i want that dog and they pulled over and she said well what what dog are you talking about that one there she said you know hiding in you know, next to the the doorway in that right. little alley. Okay, and so well, they said, you know, that's we can't take that dog. That's not our dog. Come to find out, they could took it because it was a stray. They asked the people. You see, the dog is actually sitting in front of somebody's door. Yes. They said it's not our dog. Um. You could, you know, it's not our dog. You could, you could take it if you want. And so the little, with that in mind, the little girl proceeds to do this, which is absolutely remarkable. Watch this. Isn't that adorable? That's so cute. I hadn't felt love like that in a long time. She sat next to the dog and petted it and put her head on it and, you know, made it nice and calm. And I'm, my Love guess God. is that they, they took it home with them. Now, I have, you know, everybody knows I love animals. Yes. Everyone knows that. I, I, can't, I hate people, but I love animals. Um, this is, an, I, I wanted to put this clip here tonight because it really is kind of symbolic of, all different sorts of people getting along. You've got three different kinds of animals here, all with one thing in common, just to get along. You got a bunny rabbit, a dog, and get this one, a baby deer. Oh. (laughs) And they're all, I can't make this up, folks. They're all in a playpen. Oh. All right, Amelia, take a look at this clip. Watch this. Oh, 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 oh,
To get a stray dog yeah. that, that could easily have run out into the traffic and, and got killed. Exactly. That is just so remarkable to do something like that. Even yep. here in Florida, there's turtles. I mean, they're about this big. And, of course, they cross the road real slowly. So we had to stop on the side of the road. And Joseph got out and moved the turtle to the other side of the road so he wouldn't get hit. Yeah, well, now, I don't know about Florida, but are they protected in Florida? Yes, I'm pretty sure they, they are. But it's just so amazing just to see somebody. Because I'll tell you here in New Jersey, and this is, you could go to jail for hitting a duck. Yeah. And I want to tell you why. Ducks in New Jersey, ducks and geese in the state of New Jersey, they have priority, especially if mama ducks got little ducklings behind yeah. her. Okay. Mm -hmm. You are not allowed to hit them. They're all tracked. If you hit them, they know it. Um, and you will get a summons and you will go to jail and you will pay a hefty fine for hitting a duck. Yeah, that's how they um, are here with sand cranes. Those little tall gray ones. Not flamingos, so they're sand cranes. That's how they are and they travel yeah. in pairs. Mm -hmm. in, in our state, New Jersey, we are. Uh, this is a very... Um, it's a powerful animal rights state. Yes. Um, especially wildlife. And people don't understand that a lot of the wildlife is endangered now. Oh, absolutely. As more and more um, forests and trees are being removed, yes. these animals have to find some place to go. Yeah, where would they go? I mean, especially if they want to build a big highway with a four lanes and they have to interrupt their home yeah. that they've had forever. And I want to say something to people like Bill Gates. I want you to hear what I'm saying, Bill. I don't know you and you don't know me, but I know you a lot better than you know me. Um, You know, you you want all these trees to disappear. You want to cut down all these trees. And you want to get rid of all the animals. But what are you going to eat, Bill? What are you going to eat? What what, what other meat sources there left? Right, exactly. People. You want, you're, going to, you, you're going to go eat people now? You're going to become cannibal? Oh, but I forgot, Bill. You already are. I forgot. You already are, Bill. Yeah, he probably um, went to Epstein's, one of his islands. So he probably never yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, he's still around to Jeffrey. Yes. Um, yeah, we're going to do another show. Next year, we're doing an update on the Jeffrey Epstein show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get in trouble for this one because we got some information don't nobody got. Yeah. And we this came 
This came right from a three-letter agency to me. And you have to wait till next year to find out. And that's for real. Um, we have um, a clip I want to show you next. An interesting clip. Um, you know when you fight with somebody and you feel bad and yes. you try to make up? Absolutely. I want you to take a look at these two gorillas. These two gorillas here, they're actually brothers. They're siblings. Watch how the one. <laughs> it's <laughs> cute and it's funny. But I just watch how they react. That's all I'm going to say. Watch this. Trying to reach out to his brother, and he's like not having it. <laughs> and exactly, the brothers did not have it. Now, you'll notice what he did. Mm-hmm. He moved back. He gave his brother a little room. Yeah, to calm down, and you know, we'll talk about this later, probably. Yep, exactly. Now, um, this one here is heartbreaking. Um. This is what humanity does. And let me give you the backstory on this. And everybody knows this, this little video. A little baby fell into the gorilla pit in China. Is that a zoo? This child fell into the gorilla pit. Okay. And was temporarily knocked out. Oh, my gosh. The gorilla went over and picked up the child. To protect it. The zookeepers thought that the gorilla was attacking the child. And after they safely got the child out of the gorilla pit, they killed the gorilla. Oh, my gosh. Watch this. This is still today not over. It's st- this is still going on. Now, does that look like he's hurting him in any way? Not at all. He's protecting him so he won't come down that current. Yeah, he's pulling him out of the way. Look. Yeah. Innocent, innocent animal. Yeah. Died for that. Now, you heard me say earlier, it's hard to get two or three people on the same page to do anything these days, right? Yes. Let alone 140 surgeons. Yeah, 140 surgeons is a lot. How about getting 100,000 people to do the same thing? Wow. In New York City, of all places. That that city? Yeah, especially that one. Yeah, especially New York. Well, let me tell you what happened here. Almost everybody and their brother came out, even those that weren't Catholic came out to join a parade, a peace parade. It's This is called the Procession of the Eucharist. And the Catholic Church does this. They've been doing this for a long time in New York. It's never been this big, ever been this big. You're going to see all kinds of people in here who obviously are not Catholic. 
Like, what do I mean by that, Mad Dog? Well, you're going to see rabbis who are not Catholic. You're going to see Chinese monks that are not Catholic. <laughs> from everybody from a different religion coming together. Exactly. So take a look. And they're all singing, too, by the way. I love this. Look at this. <laughs> These are that's a dog and a cat, by the way. Oh, that's okay. the dog and the cat are holding each other. They're sleeping and the dog is snoring. I can't make this up. Look at <laughs> so this. Cute. Listen to him snoring. <laughs> now by the way, that man at that park with those swings that you're looking at, those are not children. Those are not children on them swings. Those are his dogs. <laughs> That's amazing. That's adorable. His, I can't make this. His dogs like the swings. Watch this shit. They're not little kids. I am going And again, in New York City, only in New York will you see this craziness. Watch this. Are you getting this? What you, Amelia, tell everybody what they just saw. The, what was it, a lot of balls or something coming out of there? No, Amelia, take a good look at what's in there. Take <laughs> okay. a good look. Put your glasses okay. on. Okay. Are you getting this? Apples. They're apples. <laughs> yeah. In case people don't know what we're talking about, a subway train, a long car subway train, tra train, listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> a long car subway train opened the doors and unloaded at like a million apples. So here you go. All over the concourse in Grand Central. Why? I don't know. Somebody had a wicked sense of humor. Or to feed. Or they had way too much York. time on their hands, probably. Yeah. Well, speaking of time, it's time for our next commercial break. It's sure the hell. Boy, this is flying this hour. Yeah, it is. Wow. Where the heck did it go? Did you sabotage our show? <laughs> no, I'm not the one that turned the clocks back. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look at this from our sponsors at Shopify. You want to die? Hey, Napre. Kaya siguro lagi nakatingin. Kasi yun na lamang ang magagawa. Inaabangan ako na mawala. Kaso lang ang malala. Nadapa, nakatingala. You've made iHeartRadio the fastest growing music app in the U.S. Why? Because we connect you to all of your favorite music and radio stations in one free app. And this fall, prepare to take control of how you listen to the radio. 
replay. That song on your radio you just can't hear enough? Immediately replay and sing along again. Save. Save the music you love on the radio directly to your playlist. Play. Search for and play any song on demand. Skip. Unlimited skips. Offline. Take the music from your favorite stations offline. Train the people only to consume step two. Infiltrate adults with the news step three. Indoctrinate the children through the schools and the music and the apps on the phones that they use step four. Separate the right from the left step five. Separate the white from the black step six. Separate the rich from the poor. Use religion and equality to separate them more step seven. Fabricate a problem made a lie step eight. Put it on the news every night step nine. When people start to fight and divide, take control. This is called situational design. And we're back with America's Best Podcast. What's the buzz? I'm Mad Dog DeCipio, joined by Amelia the Pipple Chapman. Amelia, what's coming up tomorrow? What's coming up next week? What's well, our course, schedule looking like? We're going to be doing another episode, but this time tomorrow is going to be about being thankful. Thankful what we have, you know, getting yes. because Thanksgiving. Yep, no up. topic tomorrow night. We're just, Amelia and I are just going yep. to sit down and, and tell everybody what we're thankful for. Right. And, and then, we, need to, we need to do that. Oh, absolutely. We do because something like that, you know, tell people what we've been thankful for, what you have and what you see, what people don't have. And you want to make sure that they have what you have as well. Like a good meal, at least just not just one day a year, but all well, around. having what I have, maybe not be a good thing. for <laughs> And then maybe not so <laughs> you think so, huh? And then on the 27th... Be and careful 20th. what you ask for, Pitbull. You just might get it. <laughs> That's the 27th anyway. and 28th of November. We're going to be doing the Vatican. Two-part Yeah, series. the Vatican. A two-parter next week. Yes. Pastor Steve will be back next week with us. Yes. This is going to be a fascinating discussion. Yes. Monday's going to be different because it's going to be behind closed doors of the Vatican. Tuesday yeah. is going to be inside the Vatican. So it's going to be two totally different different type of uh, situations we're going to talk yes, about. Yes, absolutely. By the way, I have to tell everybody, I bought this beautiful all-purpose uh, solid-state plastic resin Santa, by, by the way, batteries included, uh, for a $10 bill oh, wow, at one that. of my favorite places called At Home, and it's a great little store. And uh, and I highly recommend it. If you have one in your area, go visit at home. They're not my sponsor, and they have not compensated me. But I love that store, and and I'm a member of it. And I just uh, I, I like promoting things that I like. Oh yeah, you can find a lot of great things. I mean, and if like Two Rivers Coffee is listening, listen to me. I like your coffee. Yeah, and I want to promote it on my show. <laughs> And a uh, free coffee would be nice to him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to trade you sponsorship uh, for promotional consideration. Just, I want some free shit, okay? Just send me some stuff. I want some coffee. <laughs> yeah. You need to get on that. You're my producer. You need to do I'm that. I'm getting on it. I promise. I got a, this is a busy week for me. So. <laughs> so I know it's a busy week for a lot of people. Thanksgiving's yes. coming up this week. Yeah. Um, what do you got planned? Were you doing the dinner with the family? Yes, my daughter's actually coming over with her fiance, and of course we're gonna. Is have that the family. one that uh, works at the cigar shop? Yes. Good. Would you tell her she owes Uncle Angelo some fucking cigars? Absolutely, Jennifer. If you're watching, you owe Uncle Angelo cigars. Jennifer. 
Yes. This is Uncle Angelo speaking. I want some cigars. I'll give you the damn money if I have to. I'll send your ass to Ebor City and get them for me. And he knows which ones he wants. And then, of course, we'll be celebrating my birthday during that time as well. So it'll be kind of two yeah, things. Amelia's birthday's Wednesday. Uh, yep, it's the 22nd. It's JFK Day. Oh, I know. That's she the worst thing. On to assassination day. <laughs> That's the worst thing Amelia, to celebrate, right? Bad timing, kid. <laughs> I know. It's horrible. <laughs> so, what birthday, are your plans your, for Thanksgiving? Your overshadowed by the president's assassination. Yes. And what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Eat. Eat. <laughs> Eat. So I take it she's uh, Mrs. Uh, this I'm going to uh, my, my sister-in-law's, uh, Anita's sister, mm-hmm. invited us over to have, because uh, uh, we were going to have, it. first of all, it was a big you know ordeal to decide, oh, are we going to make something? Are we going right. to go out? Mm-hmm. Are we going to cook? Are we, are we gonna, uh, what are we going to do? And that was the big thing. And every year we, you know, like last couple times, I think, last year, no, was it last year, no. Last year we made a turkey breast, yes. which was delicious. Yeah. We didn't do the whole turkey, which was good because, you know, there's only just like three of us here, you know, not yeah. many people at all. Um, but we used to have household before, but. No, nobody's around anymore. Yeah. So and everybody's got their own houses. Um, but we decided we're gonna go over her sister's because she's gonna, you know, we're gonna we're gonna make some stuff. Oh, and yeah. then, you know, my sister in law's gonna make some stuff. Yeah, that's the best thing to do. And to yeah, we're gonna chip in and we, you know, we'll make this and she'll make that and blah 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 blah. And anyway. Anyway, it's nice because we throw all the food together when we eat and Everybody gets together, some up and take some home, and whatever the hell we do, and spend time with family. That's the main thing, too. That's the main thing, yeah. And eat, yes, and eat, eat. and then here at my house, watch football. <laughs> oh, speaking of watching stuff, tell everybody what's coming up in January. January, um, we're gonna I actually get my own show called Ring the Bell. Yeah, should we back. give people a little heads up? Sure, but I remember I said wrestling. You want to give him a little? You, do you? you want, I mean, I'll I'll do it if you want to. Go for it. I think it's here. But remember, I think people have to ring the bell spot. Hold it's on. wrestling, not sports entertainment. We're oh yeah, you know what? Hold on, I got it here. <laughs> I found it. Yeah, yeah, I got your spot right here. Get on. Oh, in a minute, yeah. I found your spot. I just got to pull it up. Let me pull it up for you, kid. And the first episode will be uh, with the Iron Claw, the Von Erich movie. The here's the, here's Amelia's Lou open. Check this out. Watch. Oh, just uh, as soon as it loads up. It loads up, yeah. And as I mentioned, we're going to In the meantime. First... Oh, when does that movie come out? The Von It's going to be on December 22nd. And the theaters has already started going to different places to promote the movie. You know, like. A red carpet stuff. They did it in Dallas already. And it's called the Iron Claw, right? The Iron Claw. It uh, premieres December 22nd. And that's going to be our first show. And we'll talk about movie. You know, the wrestlers that they had. Chavo Guerrero basically helped pretty much with everything. All the wrestling moves. Got them trained and everything in the ring. And about the actors. We'll probably get a little bit of a background on how long it took them to get to 
you know, body weight. And I'm pretty sure that if you lift weights now, I'm pretty sure they're going to continue probably doing that. Because once you start and get buffed up, you want to stay that way. True. Very true. Um, we have, um, oh, I'm trying to remember. Man, you don't remember when we have, um, Glenn Martin coming on? It's going to be in, um, January from what I understand. Uh, it's going to be in the middle of January. Let's take a look. It... Wrote that down somewhere, <laughs> but it's going to be, um, let's see. We've decided to do that and i think it was um is it, is it, oh here's january the 8th we're gonna have him on a oh, monday it is january 8th the sure the hell is yes i'm looking right at sorry folks <laughs> i'm looking right at the day <laughs> and it's like past his mind but yeah january the 8th we're gonna be doing something spectacular we're gonna be doing a little bit more different shows than what we had before but kind of like yeah. the same bringing oh. back some same stuff that we were asked to bring back so with that in mind, you can't know until next year, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have in January. Uh, January 8th is Elvis Presley's birthday. We are not doing an Elvis show this year. Nope. No more. We, uh, we are all, uh, you know, uh, sorry, folks. I love you all, but we're all Elvis out. Okay. Yeah, it's been I'm a little done, bit overdone. Um, so we want to just. A little it. overdone. Are you kidding me? <laughs> A little, oh my well, god! Well, I wanted to be nice and say a little. <laughs> no, a lot overdone. Well, over everybody over, and his overdone. brothers doing some Elvis shit. Something. We are not. We have uh, a remarkable film director coming on the show. He's a horror film director, and yes. if you guys know the show, and you know me, you know that I love horror movies, oh, and we've too. had horror directors a bunch of them on the show before. We have Glenn Martin coming on. Glenn is an amazing filmmaker who has access to some very, very top-notch names in the film business. And he's bringing, I'm not going to tell you who, but he's bringing some players with him. Some heavy hitters, as they say. Uh, as I like to say, the heavy hitters, yes. yes. And, uh, and we got a couple of we got a couple of nice ones coming on. Yes. Uh, January 8th. Just trust me, folks. I'm going to ask you to trust me. January 8th. Mark it on your calendar. Glenn Martin, horror film director and company. And Let's put company. it that way. And company. Because we're going to have a couple of big ones. A couple of big ones that have between these two guys. They've got 60 film credits between the two of them. And I mean some box office. Okay? I'll give you one hint. On the dark side. That's your hint. That's all he's going to give you. So until you that's have to tune it. in to find out. That's your hint. That's your clue. No more. It's all you're getting. On the dark side. Um, Amelia. Yes. Let me think what else we got coming up here, kid. Oh, just that. And, of course, we're going to be doing the wrestling show coming up as well. And uh, the January 9th is going to be. You want to show everybody your little clip here? I'm, I'll show did them. It don't, did it download yet? 
Oh, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Now I'm ready because I got <laughs> busy yapping my mouth over here talking. <laughs> here you go. This is the, the little promo, little teaser for Ring the Bell. Watch this. Ring the Bell! What do you yeah. think of that promo? I love it. You like that one? Oh, yes. It's fantastic. Well, we'll use that for a little while. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it, they got so to see some of the wrestling matches that we're going to be talking. <laughs> they get to see some of the wrestling matches we'll be talking about because if you saw that, the clue, the way they were wrestling, that's when wrestling was wrestling. It's yeah, absolutely. Here now, you can actually see the fake part of it. You can see when it's fake more than likely now because I pay attention to that now. More than ever. Uh, well, first of all, you, you'd be hard-pressed to call it wrestling. It is. Yeah, people call it something else, and it's not wrestling anymore. No, it's like sports entertainment. Is that what they call it? Yeah, that's what they call it, but you know? it shouldn't because... Or, they, uh, you know, choreographed uh, there acrobatics. You choreographed. There you go. Because they're going to tell each other, okay, you go here, you go there. We'll, we'll talk more about that to, to um, our audience. Yeah, when, when the time comes around to ripping up the wrestling business... <laughs> we'll do. Amelia, Amelia will be kind, and I won't. So and I might not be as kind as well if I don't. If I see what, something, really, like, what the yeah. pit bulls coming out? Really? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I gave you that name, the pit bull, and you've been like a pussy cat. Okay. <laughs> not when it comes to certain things, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, no. Give me a break. <laughs> I gave you the greatest moniker, calling you the pit bull, and here you're like a, you know, a French poodle. Okay. Oh, well, I I do I do stand up for certain things, so I am the pit bull sometimes. Well, you need to be the pit bull all the time, damn it. I'm going to be, especially with the wrestling, because there's a lot of stuff that I don't agree I'm with. Hoping, you know, especially with the ladies wrestling, but we'll get more into that. All right. Well, on behalf <laughs> of Santa, on behalf of Amelia, the pit bull Chapman, and my friend Santa, uh, this is the Mad Dog. Except I'm not really a mad dog. I'm a big old pushover tonight. <laughs> I got Santa got Santa. How can I be a mad dog with Santa? Gotta be it good, you know, for Santa's sake. Exactly right. <laughs> Listen, we'll see everybody tomorrow night. Take care, folks. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>